Showtime. What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your co-host, TomTom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about one, two, three, three dudes, booze, gentlemen. And in the fucking news. That is right. Thomas, I think you should get a little bit closer to your phone. A little bit closer. There you go. How's that sound, Jeremy? Does that sound cool? Sounds great to me. All right, then we are ready to fucking roll. Tommy, what episode is this? Let's see. I believe we're at 597. We are on the cusp. The cusp of episode 600. We are so close. What are we going to do for 600? What are we going to do, gentlemen? What are we going to do? We don't even know. We don't have a plan. We've got a couple ideas, but nothing written in stone yet. Hmm. Hmm. It's got to be live. It's got to be crazy. And it's got to be a lot of booze, a lot of booze. You know, we could do it at one of our sponsors. You know, if we did it over at uh, Sam's Demitia, we can drink for free. And he's got, oh my God, guys, we could play around the world. Do you know around the world? No, uh, we might be, we might have different frames of reference. Why don't you tell me what you think it means? Okay, around the world at Mitsuya Liquors is where okay. basically you start off with Japan. So the first beer you drink has to be a Japanese beer. Now, after that, you can go north, south, west, or east, and then you got to drink a country in that direction. For example, if I go east from Japan, I would drink a Hawaiian beer. Then after that, I would drink a California beer. Then after that, maybe something from like maybe uh, New York, like Brooklyn Ale or something. Then after that, I'd probably drink a British Ale, but I got to go all the way around the world until I reach Japan again. So my first and last beer has to be Japan. Very interesting. They got over 300 beers there. It's it's like the best game to play, but nobody finishes. After like six beers, you're like, all even right. Though even though everybody loses, y'all win. Let's just not pick north or south because if you, we fucking go north, it's like basically north and South Korea and Russia, and that's fucking it. We go south. Well, that that does that would, that would include Australia and New Zealand, but do they have beer in North Korea? They must have beer in North Korea. No, no, no. The, I, I told you, I told that story before. I did like I had it in like Saitama, like maybe like I don't know, 15 years ago. We had like I went to a place that had North Korean beer. What was what? that like? Sand? Uh, I don't remember because on top of like drinking quite a bit, I had about four or five shots of absinthe prior to that. Whoa. Absinthe? Yeah. What kind of a bar was this? <laughs> well, we were just getting loaded up. Basically, me and like a couple other like former coworkers like just went and got loaded up. I, I told this story before. I don't know if I told it again. But it's basically, you have a couple shots of absinthe. It's like, it's like you fucking talk to God. Yeah, and that's true. God, it was so fucked up, and we stomped up to one place, and we had some. We were just like, "Dude, we gotta have this." They have North Korean beer. We start drinking, and like, I was so fucked up, and just God looked down upon me, and He said, "I was like, Yo, God, what up? I'm fucking hammered." He's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then I fell down some flight of stairs. Or at least that's what I think happened. God pushed you. Yeah, God pushed me. God said, "Get the fuck out," and I obliged. No, maybe Satan was pulling you down. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, we got to come up with something, something great for the faders, something that's going to be uh, epic, but it can't be too good because next is 666, and that's going to oh. be the best show ever. Uh, no, no, before that, before that, 650, that's got to be good too. So we got epic, 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 and it all what's, fucking build. Sorry, what's 650? Just every 50 episodes, we do something crazy. Actually, it used to be every 25 episodes, we do something interesting, but like pandemic fucking tanked that. Okay, okay, okay. Well, all right. You guys just did the hamburger challenge, so maybe we could do like another food challenge. And I want to hear about the hamburger challenge, by the way. 
Oh shit, we didn't talk about that. We've had so many fucking bands on here. Actually, that Jeremy, was a you're the fucking first hamburger. I want, yeah. I, I want to hear yours first, man. Well, it started out as a as a nice day here in in the in lovely Oklahoma. And uh, I went on the internet and I found out that Burger King, uh, Hungry Jacks, if you're Australian, but no one really cares about Australians. Um, Hungry Jacks or Burger King um, was going through this uh, phase where they were offering the biggest burger available in the, on the planet at the time. Now, I'm sure there's been bigger ones since and before, but at the time, this was the biggest burger. And it was called the, what was it called? It was called the Magma, magma, magma. Burger. M-A-G-A, Magma, Magma. Yeah, and it was like a it was like a burger with how many how many layers? Four layers of beef patties, and in between each beef patty was a slice of cheese, and on top of that they had hot lava sauce, which is like some kind of hot sauce with garlic and garlic chips, like uh, roasted garlic nice. chips. On it. it was like heavy on the garlic and chili flakes, I believe. Yeah, heavy on the well, garlic chili flake in, in chili flakes, and then it had garlic garlic chips on top of that. And then that was topped off with a bun, you know, either end. And uh, it was just, and it weighed, like, it weighed over a pound. I think it weighed over a pound. Well, I mean, the patties are like a quarter pounder each, right? So pretty much the meat alone is a pound. Okay. Mm. And then you add that um, sauce and lettuce and tomato and onions and cheese on top of that. So it was well over a pound. Because, like, you wow. pick up your, your train, it's like, oh, Jesus, it's, like, heavy. And then you take that to your to your uh to your little booth and you try to eat that fucker and um the thing was like i thought it was so big i didn't order any french fries so i'm like i'm gonna have trouble getting this thing down anyways but uh just to roll back a little bit before um i i got my burger i went there at lunchtime thinking i'm starving now i woke up skip breakfast i'm fucking hungry and i'm gonna go to burger king and i'm gonna i'm gonna conquer this burger but when i got there the lady behind the counter told me they don't start serving this thing until 2 p.m. I don't what? understand. Yeah, that's what, what I said. I was like, I'm not going to give her a hard time. She works at Burger King. I'm not going to make her life any harder. But, uh, you know, I was like, all right, <laughs> whatever. So, like, you I have been Twitter. Yeah, and I'm not going to be that guy who gives the Burger King person a hard time. That's not, you know, she didn't make the decision. Someone in corporate made that decision. Anywho, I had to fucking waste two hours. Well, while I'm, uh, you know, waiting to get my, my giant hamburger. So the only thing to do around where I was at was get, go to a, get a beer, of course. So I popped in this little like um, <clears throat> takoyaki place and got a beer. Long story short, I went back over there and I tried to conquer that burger and I couldn't do it. It was too fucking big. Really? Yeah. Impossible. I couldn't do it. How much did you get the... down? <clears throat> Dying here. I got down about um, two thirds of it. Yeah, but the guy oh, above God. me here, Tom, Tom was fucking the man. He did it. Tom, jump into your story here, buddy. Well, see, a couple of things about that. So, like, Jeremy, like, Jer Jeremy's, like, fucking sending us pictures, like, basically as he's fucking doing it. So I'm just like, oh, shit, shit, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I want to get on that. I want to get in on that, but it's just not working with my schedule. So, like, Jeremy actually went on opening fucking day because they've been advertising this shit. So, when he said they're not serving at two o'clock and I was like, all right, that must've been like, maybe they were late with the like supply chain or something or whatever bullshit. So I went to fucking Burger King after I got uh, off, like finished my ship. And said the same fucking thing. I was like, I can't fucking do it. Goddamn. Which pissed me off. But the same thing Jeremy said, I'm not going to fucking like yell at some like fucking clerk at Burger King. It's like not, it wasn't her fault. Yeah. Like, oh, so does not fit in my schedule. And I, I just basically, like, I came back home. I explained everything to my wife and I was like, Yo, uh, I think it is going to work on my schedule on this day. I'm going to be late for dinner. I'm going to feed my fucking self. She's like, all right, what are you going to do? And I showed her a picture. She's like, ah, oh, Tom's being Tom. So let's put, let's put this into frame because, like, uh, put it in dimensions. So Jeremy's about as tall as me. We're about the same height, but I think he's a bit bulkier, and he's definitely in better shape than me. That's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Every yeah. time. Like, Jeremy couldn't finish the burger, so I, I'm officially fucking intimidated. I'm thinking, real, what, you know, I roll into this thing thinking, what the fuck ever, man? I'll fucking take that bitch down like it ain't no thing. But Jeremy's, like, actually bigger than me and, and in better shape, so I'm like, I'm officially fucking intimidated. He's like, can I fucking do this? And so, so we're we're in the group mail and the group chat where we're going back and forth. And Jer, Jer, I'm sorry, Johnny's just fucking egging me on. I was like, all right, fuck it. As I do. 
I'm gonna fucking do this. So I fucking rolled up to the one to Shibuya, fucking set up like a video camera and everything, and like got everything. So he's like, all right, we'll fucking take the challenge. Here we go. And just sat there and fucking no 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 no. It was like taking me about five minutes to like munch that thing down. Five minutes. Jesus. I don't know how you did it, man. That thing was enormous. Plus, I think you also had fries and a coke with it. Yeah, I had, I had fries and a drink. I had the whole fucking set. I just fucking. And then I was like, mm, I think I got some room left in the fries. Like, ooh, some dipping sauce. Because, like, there was a lot of that sauce left over. So I was like, spraying over. I, like, mm, mm. I got the meat sweats, man, eating that fucking thing. I was about two thirds of the way through with that. And I'm just sitting there, drip, sweat dripping off my face, going, you know, fuck this, man. This thing's too much. Dude, I am so shocked about that because, like, you're a big guy. You're from Texas, so I know you can handle the fucking fire sauce and the heat. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I don't know. It was pretty good, man. Also, yeah, you you were right. You did say, mention something earlier. That they're saying like that that bun was like heavy duty. That was like some yeah. almost, almost like almost like a fucking bagel kind of tough to like hold all the burgers and juice and sauce together. Correct. Wow, like, pretty much hoovered it. Damn, I got a question. How will, much did it cost? I will, I, will, I will say this: like, I tried to shove myself in the back corner of like the Burger King as to not disturb other people, but I was getting weird fucking looks from people. <laughs> so, some other some other kid who was like kind of like younger, kind of like you know American, kind of like you know frat bro type looking, was like look look looked like he set up his phone to do a podcast and like kind of looked at me doing that. It was like he just like fucking speeded the other other side of the place. So I was like, all right, buddy, spot taken. <laughs> No, but it, it was it was good, man. It was good. It, it, it um, I wasn't stuffed to the gills, but I was pretty hungry. Or sorry, I was pretty fucking full. Oh, yeah. I was done. I was like, all right, jumped up, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go get a beer. And you know, I was gonna wash down with the beer outside. I was like, uh, no, I'm not fucking going home. I was pretty uncomfortable after I ate two thirds of that thing. I was like, oh, I can't eat anymore. I can't fucking move, man. What if I get attacked by ninjas? What if I get attacked by ninjas, Tom? Really? I don't know, man. Like I do stupid shit like that. Position, man. Yeah. I would gotta say, be I would, gotta be on the t- on the red on the money ready for that ninja attack at any moment. Yeah. Well, well, we we haven't been able to link up because of the pandemic. One of my other buddies sent me like some started sending me like food links to like different places in like Akihabara. Like, he's like dude, you should try this food challenge or this. I'll fucking come with you and film it. So maybe we'll, we'll do see it. some. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, we did hook you up. We we up. we hung out just what two weeks ago, down by mm. the riverside. You and me. Oh, and we did, man. Your whole family, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. And actually, you're not your whole family, but like a couple of your friends like live in the area. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was it was it was very so, cool, but like nothing, nothing nothing exciting, no crazy stories. It's just like, yeah, a couple of you know guys hanging out and say, Hey, what's up, dude? Oh, you're fucking cool, blah blah blah. Okay, cool. <laughs> How much did this burger cost? It's a pound of meat, it's got tons of lettuce, hot sauce. Bread that's thick as bagels. How much did it cost? It was like fourteen bucks. Yeah, something about yeah. that. One thousand four hundred yen. I'm just using hundred yen as my marker. But uh, fourteen bucks. I, I, had, I had the set. It was maybe like sixteen bucks. I want to say. I don't remember. It's been so long, you know. But around that, sixteen between fourteen and sixteen bucks. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. But yeah, man. Oh that's man. Not, not change your life. So Jeremy, like, what what would you say you gave that, like, uh, you know, one out of ten? Okay, so like, when it comes to me and hot sauce, I'm like, um, I'm kind of a nerd about that. So I I take my hot sauce very seriously, and the hot sauce they had on there was was like you said, it was garlic heavy. Mm. I think they could have toned down the garlic a little bit and pushed more of just like the peppery part of that and made it like more of like a hit you in the back of the of the jawbone kind of like a pepper flavor rather than a garlic forward flavor other than that mm. i thought they could use a different kind of cheese on there because i really could not taste that cheese that much i could just taste like the gobs and gobs and gobs of meat that were, were on that was on that thing which is fine but if it's going to be a cheeseburger you got to taste the cheese and if it's going to have hot sauce on it the hot sauce has got to be primo man what did you think tom agreed I would say I say, I say well, out of one out of ten, it maybe seven, seven and a half. It was pretty good, but not not awesome. I'll give it. I'll give it my. I'll give it about a seven as well. I think it was a seven. Yeah. So from what you guys say, it's more of like just like how big it is and not how good it is. Correct. Yeah. I would say that's correct. Okay. Yeah. I, I would say like dollars. Uh, I, I I would agree with Jeremy on the cheese. Like it was definitely there, but like there was so much other stuff going on. Like it was there, but like yeah. 
but like, so like I like I'm, I'm fucking garlic heavy. I like the fucking garlic, so that was good for me. The salt, the spiciness, I was like, eh, like it, it was okay. I guess. On a cheeseburger like that, you need American cheese because that melts. It's it's processed garbage food that doesn't have any nutritional value whatsoever. But the one thing about it is it's fucking delicious, and it melts perfectly onto a burger. So American cheese is the way that she should have gone with that. But they put some other kind of snot. <laughs> Like cheese on it. Yeah. Burger King. Yeah. Guys, this is fucking Burger King, all right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? No, no, no. no. What, what they need is real cheese. You ever hear about that? Like, uh, so uh, McDonald's only serves real cheese. It's not because the cheese is real. It's a fucking fake synthetic bullshit, but the company that makes it is called Real. So therefore, oh. they can literally call it real cheese. Like okay. R-E-E-L? <laughs> That's funny. No, <laughs> No, but it's like the real cheese company, but it's it's just a fucking name. It's just it, it's a fucking they just like hoopy hoops step around like false advertising. Maybe, maybe it's French. Maybe it's R H Z A I E L. Real, real flamage. But you know what? McDonald's needs to fucking sack up, man. They haven't done anything to to combat the MAGA burger. Now, one other thing that was cool about the MAGA burger, and Tom, you you got one as well. They gave out a sticker for anybody who tried it. So you got oh, this, you got right, this yeah. little cool sticker that that's currently residing on my refrigerator at home, and uh, it, it's a little cool sticker that says "I tried the magma burger," and then McDonald's needs to step up their shit and you know show some yeah. sack in the race. Yeah, what do you think, Tom? No, I agree, man. Like because yeah, man. Like uh, have, you, have you ever seen like uh, this documentary series called "The Food That Built America"? It, it delves into that, like you know how these how like basically the fast food and all this bullshit we know. Like all the junk food comes from like basically different companies competing and getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And that's why we get like some of this fun stuff we have. But like check it out, man. Documentary series of Food that Built America. Cool. They, they definitely go to the burger wars as well. The burger wars. Oh, oh god. Yeah, I agree. Right, guys, in the burger wars. I am a Jedi in the burger wars, as your father was. My father wasn't a Jedi, he was a spice oh, biker. <laughs> he was just working the fucking grill in the back. Yeah. You must come with me to Toshi. All right. All right. No, sorry. <laughs> it's all good, dude. All right. All right. All right. If you guys, if you guys want to do a competition together, it should be spice. And I know Tom and I are going to lose because, I mean, Jeremy, you are the spice guy. But the thing is, I would love to try the spice that you like to try. You kind of got me on spices. I, I recently I've been like eating a lot of our, using a lot of that. Was it the Blair's hot sauce? That stuff is insane. Death. Oh, oh what do you got there in your hand? What do you got in your hand? Uh, this one's called Reaper Racha Sauce, and this is from a company in America called Puckerbutt Farms, which is uh, owned by a friend of mine. And the cool yes. thing about the cool <laughs> thing about that farm is he invented the Carolina Reaper. That is the man who actually invented the Carolina Reaper, which is currently sitting at the top in as the hottest pepper in the world. Yeah. How many Scovilles? Two million. I'm not going for two like, million. Yeah. What? Yeah. Two million. So can you die by trying this? No. But the thing is, <laughs> like, this actually you got a French fry good. and you dip it. The thing is, like, this actually tastes good. If you watch the, the TV show Hot Ones, one thing that they're always going to complain yeah. about is that there's one on there called Da Bomb, which I have as well. Um, and Da Bomb is hot. Yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. But it tastes like ass. It's terrible. It's horrible. It doesn't, there's nothing good about it. It's like a metallic taste. It's like a, it was grown in the lab. Yeah, like blood? I don't drink blood, so I don't have anything really to compare it to. Tom, what does blood taste blood? like? You're, no, man. You're like if you cut your finger and stuff and you lick your finger or whatever, that if you get a little bit of blood in your finger, you just lick it, you're like, oh my God, dude, it tastes like metallic. It's got the metallic y kind of taste. Okay. So we've all had, dude, you're a fighter. You've had a broken nose before. No, I block. <laughs> I don't stick there and get hit. All right, I don't ninja. block with my face. All I right, block, with, block with my hands, man. Answer the telephone, bro. Answer the telephone. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I block. Guard all up. Right, all right, all right. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, it's got a metallic taste. Okay. I'm just saying, I would, I would, I don't, I don't know about this, man. I would not want to step into the ring and like, you know, for a spicy food eating contest with Jeremy. He, he knows way too much about it. Johnny, maybe you and me can have a, have a square off and see how we do. I'm not, I'm not, I've already done that. Okay, it's here's what we do. You guys have a challenge, and then you take on me. All right. And the winner, the winner takes remember, on me. Like the beer and wasabi challenge. Remember that? 
Well, we did that, but Tom, we also did the uh, spicy curry challenge. Remember that one? That was yeah, but there wasn't like a con. That, that was a, that wasn't a contest though. We just did it together though. That there's was, also was there's a one chip challenge and there's a one peanut challenge. You can order both of those off the internet. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, as the company expense, not from me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So you can get those and we could all we could all do the one chip challenge and the one or the one peanut challenge that actually made that one dude on YouTube throw up. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. One potato chip. Jesus. It's Christ. not a potato chip. I think it's like a Dorito. It's like, it looks like a Dorito. It's trying to triangle. No, no. I, I, I've seen the one chip challenge. I haven't heard of the one peanut challenge. Though, it's probably the same company. Just, you know, months. just smaller morsel of food. Mm. There's also a lot of chocolate bars, like spicy chocolate bars out there. Like there's oh, one there's where they have like dead scorpions infused. Yeah, there's chocolate, chocolate hot sauce, hot man. Sauce. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so awesome. Oh my God. You've had chocolate beers well, before, right? right? Well, what is oh, the yeah, chocolate beers. Yeah, chocolate stouts. Yeah. That's my thing. It's like a dessert almost. I can't have more than one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. God, no, a stout, dude. Oh god, stouts from porters. You can only have like one or two. Yeah, That's it's about a it. Sweet, one or two pints. Sweet, sweet beer. And then otherwise, other after that, I'm like, give me something that has more liquor. Yeah. Yeah. Lager. Lager all night long. Oh man. Speaking of all night long, should we get into the news? You guys want to bust yeah, the news? We got so much news. Newsy McNews news time. News news time. News time. Let's do the news. Don't snooze in the news, Tom. Yeah, no, I know, man, because we haven't we haven't done the news where or at least not enough of it lately, man. So, phew. okay, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Who wants, okay. who wants to go first, man? Uh, should we do Junkin Pong? Junkin Pong. Well, it's, it's kind of difficult for three people. All right, right Tommy, then, your story. Ooh, I, I I get to go first. I never get to go fucking first. Mister Sloppy yeah. Seconds. Mr. Sloppy Seconds. I'm the first. Y'all can kiss my fucking big beautiful behind. All right. Um, I'm gonna read. I choose this story because uh, it obviously fucking turned you guys on earlier. But here we go with this one. Uh, woman in Japan ordered to pay man damages for having sex with his wife. Oh shit! Do tell. Do tell. Do tell. I. I think this is juicy. So I'm just going to read it again because like when we were talking about this earlier, like you guys were like, oh, what the fuck? Read that headline again. I was like, I'm just going to read it again just for for your listening pleasure. Woman in read Japan, it slowly, Tom. Yeah, I would, I would slowly, right? Just like these two nice ladies were doing. Woman in Japan. Sexy boys. <laughs> God damn it. All right, all right. I'll read it for this straight face. Woman in Japan ordered to pay man damages for having sex with his wife. Here we go. Buckle up. A woman in Japan must fork over hundreds of dollars to a man because she had sex with his wife, according to the rare court ruling. Like prostitution. <laughs> well, let's That's what's not, I was thinking is if you've ever had a hooker in Japan, which I'd never have, a friend told me about it. Um, I think it's around 40,000 yen for a hooker, right? That's a one and done. That's what I've heard. Well, I guess it depends on the hooker. It's a one and done. Yeah, anything less than 400, dude. Do you want a discount hooker, honestly? <laughs> There's a lot of people who do. I'm, I wonder I'm how many people po- negotiate. More power to them, but I'm just <laughs> saying if... Or just, yeah, it sounds like a great idea to me, Jeremy. Get a discount hooker with with a using a discount condom. So, sure, you know... Like get discounted if you go, AIDS. If you go to a certain club, there might be working girls inside the club. And then the, if you go outside of that club, there might be girls who were not allowed in that club for... A, one reason or another outside the club trying to do their job. So those are the discount ones, the ones on the outside of the club. You don't want a discount one. There's a reason they're a discount one. No, no shit. Well, yeah. A anyway, told let's, let's, we'll, we'll, let's dive into this and see how juicy it gets. <laughs> Sounds like Mexico. <laughs> uh, the Tokyo District Court ordered an unnamed 37-year-old woman to pay the 39-year-old jilted husband $1,010 because she had an affair with this 35-year-old spouse, according to a February 16th ruling reported by the Japanese out, out, news outlet uh, Asahi Shimbun. The angry hubby first filed a lawsuit against his wife's lo- lover for allegedly turning her into a two-timer after the, one, the women met online. The, report, uh, sorry, the outlet reported 
As a defense, she claimed the affair should not be legally considered infidelity because it didn't ruin the couple's marriage, the outlet reported. But the court ruled that the act, quote unquote, undermined the peace in the marriage, including extramarital sex that qualifies as infidelity. In the past, affairs between same-sex lovers have not been considered infidelity under the law, uh, experts told the outlet. However, the Tokyo High Court ordered the woman to pay a compensation to, the, to her same-sex partner last March for destroying their union by cheating, sparking a legal precedent. Oh, I'm wow. all for equality, man. Wow. There is a lot. <laughs> yeah, to me too. Yeah, I'm all for equality. Why is it 1000 No, definitely. Why is it $1,010? Why $10? $10? <laughs> it's a really fucking interesting thing. It's like, you got to give her 1000 bucks. You know, you know what? Make it 1010 <laughs> Why, for the taxi home? <laughs> yeah. $101 every time they did it? You know, you know, or, or for reimbursement for the dental, the cheapest dental dam they bought. I don't fucking know. That's crazy. Yeah. God, how fucking uptight is this husband? Know, maybe... Yeah, no shit, right? Maybe talk to him and say, bro, Most bro, 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 bro. That. Hey, man, you need to think about outside the box, man. Literally. Yeah. So, well, no, we... Yeah. My opinion, outside the anything. box get yeah. it somebody <laughs> somebody's paying attention there <laughs> you should have been thinking inside the box it's like oh you're sleeping with another uh, lady can i uh at least can i maybe join in if i can't join in can you maybe you know watch well okay 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 and what did this other lady look like what does she look like i mean i yeah, mean jeremy you said no before details. Well, don't say what i said before that's that's that was confidence so we don't even, <laughs> I'm just what I what I was mentioning before is like Tom, you could do it that way, or you could be like the Jedi mind trick version and be like, you know what? I'm not even mad about this because I care about your happiness. And since I care about your happiness, I know you care about my happiness. So what would make me really happy is to also have some of that. <laughs> so you know, try to work out a little deal. Or at least to watch. Yeah, <laughs> work out some little deal, but you can't just be like all about me, 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 me. You have to make it look like you're doing it for somebody else's happiness. I don't know. Yeah, this guy had a wife, shitty lawyer. Terrible lawyer. Terrible lawyer. His wife's already cheating. I'm just saying to throw that out there. It's like, yeah, you know, we got I can make a big deal of this, or you know, we could all just come together and share the love. Is that really cheating though? You know, the thing is though. Uh, yeah, technically, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think so. A judge said so. <laughs> I think I go with the old Bill Clinton. Uh, the old Bill Clinton said cigar. No, no, no. Just if it's done with the mouth, it's not. Cheap. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not. What I don't she know the said. mechanics. Um, I'm kind of dumb. No, I've seen a movie or two. I know how it works. My mom won't <laughs> let me watch those. Oh, really? Okay, but um. <laughs> Yeah, you know what the thing is though. All right, so she cheated on him with a lesbian, and now she—I guess she's bisexual. But I mean, they're probably going to get a divorce, especially since this is public, right? So now what's going to happen is this guy's going to get a divorce, and he's only going to like walk away with like a thousand bucks or a thousand and ten bucks in his pocket. This That's guy's going to pay one day's worth of alimony. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You <laughs> okay, got kind of a point because, like, why make such a fucking big stink about this? And you're like, yeah. Maybe save it for the divorce proceedings. He's like, you know, yo, she was fucking another chick. Just saying. Yeah. Dude, what about, about that? this? Everybody at the plant knows about it too. The guy's going to go to work. They're like, hey, how's it going, Mr. Saito? Uh, how yeah. you doing? How did you spend that thousand ten bucks, by the way? <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Saito, did you check all the doors and all the windows on your way out of the work for work this morning? Make sure everything's locked. <laughs> Don't want anyone sneaking in. <laughs> not, not, not only that man because if you I, I don't know like we don't know anything about this guy but if he's a blue collar worker think about it it's like oh how's your dick working huh so like you couldn't satisfy your wife but another woman could uh 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 how, how small is it if i can hold up the little pinkies going time 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 that's that's not how lesbians work dude it's how's your tongue working how's your yeah. finger work dude lesbians don't Obviously, have dicks something was not where i'm just saying like don't. i don't know if this one was sexually satisfied if she ran into the arms of another woman yeah, that's true. Maybe she tripped and fell on her face. You don't know the story. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, they were in a public bathhouse and like you know, just like tripped, fell, and like her tongue just happened yeah. to brush out against the sensitive area. They're like, ooh, uh, so, oh, oh, suicide, suicide. So, I like that. Just keep falling on my face like that. And how did he find out about it? Who told him? 
Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to have to say this uh, article is short and sweet. It's like, it's, it's like a third of a page. That is all the more information I have. There's hardly mm. any details here. Things that make you say, hmm, make you wonder what's going on in Japan. Oh, Anyways, more power to those ladies. I hope those two chicks got together and they're happy from now on. That's my dream. Yeah, totally. Yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck that little loser. And his lawyer. A thousand dollars is worth it to get rid of him. Yeah, maybe sometimes it's kind of interesting to read articles like this because there's hardly any information. So the rest of it is speculation on our part. It's part of the fun. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the fun. All right, so I'm gonna. I'm going to jump in with my story, if you guys don't mind. Go for it. it. So Tom's is a bit of a happy story. Mine's a bit of a less happy yeah, story. I hope it had a happy ending. Let's put it that way. Or well, well yours did. did. Yeah. <laughs> this one, the lady's husband didn't get $1,000. So the title of this story is Woman and Son Arrested Over Husband's Death. Dun, dun, dun. The police in Nagoya have arrested a 48-year-old woman and her 26-year-old son, you do the math, on suspicion of killing the woman's 54-year-old husband. According to police, uh, Kei Kambe and her son Shiru, uh, Shiyu killed Kei's husband, Masaki, by putting a plastic bag over his head around 9.30 p.m. Wow. on Friday. Sanke Shimbun reported. Uh, the, woman called, uh, the woman then called nine, uh, 119. And, and said her husband wasn't breathing, probably because of the plastic bag on his head. <laughs> Kambe was found unconscious on the floor in the living room of the house in Nakagawa uh, Ward and was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead by suffocation. Now, the police then notified uh, the hospital, then notified the police of the sudden death and um, Kay admitted to the charges. And they said they put a bag over his head because he was threatening his wife with a knife. Woo! Still sounds like a suicide to me. <laughs> I don't know if he committed. Well, wait, wait, wait. why would it be a suicide? Because like they've admitted to like putting a bag on his head. Like wait, if he just committed suicide, maybe like no one's going to jail. I'm just saying. No, dude, I'm joking. Of course, this is a murder, dude. This is a this is an open and shut case right here, dude. They fucking admitted to it. They're like, yeah, uh, he had a knife. I think he had a knife. <laughs> Oh, he was waiting for his wife to get home. He's like, I got my knife. I'm like, nothing, nothing could possibly go wrong now. But, you know, she overpowered him because with a bag. Yeah. Holding a bag. bag She overpowered him with one hand and the sword. Yeah. (laughs) Then uh, Uh, he died. Yep. That is a sad story. Very sad story. story. I I, want to read this one part, though. Like, uh, yeah, police said you got to read one more sentence. Police said, Kay has admitted to the charge while her son has has, has admitted partial guilt, claiming there was no intention to kill. He just fucking shoved a plastic bag over his head and tied, you know, tied his throat. No intention to kill. He was hyperventilating for God's sake. <laughs> uh, uh, it's terrible. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to breathe in a bag when you hyperventilate. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> I like I like when they go to the hospital and the hospital goes, he's dead. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's too bad. What was what was your first clue? The bag over his head that that wasn't up, inflating up and down. <laughs> what you are you saying that they brought him into the hospital with the bag still on his head? <laughs> that's what I'm suspecting. It's like, why didn't you take the bag off his head when you before you put him in the ambulance? You might have made it. What is this, Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> come on, come on, come on. He's in the ambulance. <laughs> take the bag off, assholes. <laughs> He can still make it. <laughs> we're, 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 not, we're, not, we're not exactly talking about like Walter White level criminals. It's more like this sounds more like some Wiley e. Coyote shit. Yeah, probably. It's an Acme bag. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if it was. At this point, I would not be surprised. Like, why the fuck not? Well, they oh, didn't, in, the, in the article, okay. they didn't say they took the bag off of his head at at the murder scene they just said they called 119 and they and then at the hospital he was pronounced dead which tells me they left the bag on his head all the way to the hospital once again short articles we are forced to speculate but jeremy i'm gonna have to agree with you i would like to think so as well (laughs) god so tom what would you say if you were their lawyer what would you say like well uh they were trying to put a condom on him but uh yeah they just kind of fucked up Actually, I would go with like your your, uh, your shit earlier, like uh, Jeremy, was, or sorry, J- Johnny, when he was like, oh, I think maybe he was hyperventilating, you know, because he was like, he got really worked up. He, had, he was waving a knife around. 
we said, calm down here, you know, have this bag. We can check your breathing. Right. Yeah. There had to be and something that go. led up yeah. to that story. And his breathing slowed yeah. down like a lot. And he's like, good. He's calmed down. He's chill. So we left. He's him really chilled. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's about zero degrees right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he always had some kind of cold. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> well, let's continue. Let's continue our stories on murder. I've got one for you guys. <clears throat> okay. This story took place in Ibaraki. Man arrested for attempted murder after a woman clings to hood of car. Hmm. Sounds like a 1980s movie. Police in Kasama, Ibaraki Prefecture, have arrested a 78-year-old Buddhist priest. I was gonna, I was gonna say Judas priest, but no, Buddhist priest. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Exactly, dude. Of <laughs> <laughs> attempted murder after he drove his car with a woman clinging to the hood. Now that is a 1980s movie. It's like the Dukes of Hazard or some shit. Um, according to police, the incident occurred at around 12:30 p.m. Sunday along National Route. 355, not 666, Fuji TV reported. Police said the incident steamed from a traffic alteration. Kansho Tashiro, the chief priest at the shrine in Kasama City, and another car carrying two women were driving on the Joban Expressway when there was some trouble. Some trouble, you say? They stopped their vehicles near the Ishioka Omiyama Smart Interchange. A 30-year-old woman got out of her car while Toshio remained in his car. After an argument, Toshio started to drive away, but the woman stood in front of him and then got on the hood. Never do this, faders. This is a wrong move. Bad move. Never get on on the hood. Woman versus car, car wins. Always. (laughs) We've all seen maximum overdrive. Come on, right? <laughs> Tashio drove for about 960 meters, which is like, uh, I don't know what, two, 300 miles? I don't know. Uh, including almost a mile. Stop, almost a mile? Well, yeah. close enough. <laughs> including sudden stops and repeatedly swerving as the woman clung to the hood before stopping. The woman was not injured. Now, that's a tough chick. The driver of the vehicle. Oh, her. Oh, my God. No, seriously, man. She must have some big arms, too. Unless it was a small car. Maybe it was like a clown car or something. What if the chick that was in the car with her was that dude's wife? I, I, just, I, I don't know if it's been oh, from the previous story. <laughs> from the previous story. And she just killed her husband with a plastic bag. It's all fitting together now. I, oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm going to go with this. My theory with this. I don't know if you've mentioned it in the article, but I'm reading a different article. She was actually a dentist. I think she just, her teeth were that, that awesome. She just fucking gripped onto the fucking hood. And she's like, I let go, bitch. Like a pitbull. Oh, oh, <laughs> also, can I can I just say I think this priest, this uh, Buddhist priest, I think he's clearly a very holy and pious man. Well, he can't well, fight no, for shit. Guy, yeah. Well, I'm, neither can his car. The woman won. She did win. <laughs> I was completely wrong. Yeah, I was completely wrong. Woman versus car. The car sometimes wins. Most of the time, actually. But in this case, it didn't. It didn't. She won. She won, or this guy drives like an asshole. Obviously, he does. Probably, obviously, he drives like an asshole because he probably started the fight in the first place by the way he was driving. Ironically, mm. right? Yeah. It is kind of ironic. Aren't priests kind of peaceful? You know, they believe in like you know, just like om and all that. I stuff. I don't know. Look at look at the Shaolin monks, man. The Shaolin monks will put the kung fu on you. Oh, but the magical Chinese kung fu. Completely different. The magical kung fu. Those guys are badass. I'm, 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 I'm just gonna put my two cents in. Like, I don't think Japan's a religious place at all. Like, I think the Buddhists and the Shintos, man, they're just like it's just a fucking job. I don't think they're holy and pious. Back religious, Tom. We're all going to hell because of that statement. If there's a hell, we're totally all fucking going to hell. But like, nah, man. Like, I've even been. I went over to a Buddhist shrine because I was dating the daughter, and I met her father. And like she was like, yeah, he's very free. He doesn't really believe any of this bullshit. But you know, it's just like the family tradition. So, hey, Tom, are you trying to say he was full of Shinto? <laughs> Shinto, yes, that's what he possibly was. Oh my god, that's a good one. <clears throat> oh, all right. Well, that's my story. All right, if you fight a car, you've got a chance. Back Tom. up to Tom. Can I, can I just maybe just put this out there that I think some of these like fucking older geezers here are kind of like a little bit full of old man entitlements. They, they just cruise down the street like, you know, fucking, you know, they just expect you to get out of the way. It's like, mm, I'll get out of your way, old man. But like, you know, just be polite. He's cruising down the street like original G, man. He's got his arm hanging out the side. He's like cruising down the street in my city. Like, oh, the street, motherfucker. 
I know. Tommy, your story. Uh, back to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, got road rage, murder, more road rage, sex. Uh, I actually, I just, I want to go back to sex. I like sex. I think it's the funnest thing. Sex and violence. Yeah, sex and violence. This is all fucking sex and violence. But uh, I'd like to submit another one for our listeners' approval of an, another long line of Japan just cannot stop fucking up when it just comes to saying the dumbest and shit. Okay. Like us? <laughs> no, no, no. Not like us. We do this shit on purpose. Like, no, one is, no one's considering us like, you know, fucking world authorities on anything. Or a fucking like serious media outlet. We're, we're doing. I happen to differ. I, I kind of differ. differ. I differ there. I'm, I might know it's a thing or two about martial thing. arts. Yeah, well, okay. 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 That's I know a lot it. about booze. I'm, I'm not a fucking expert. I watched anyway. Star Wars a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I like this one. Japanese city manager gives speech telling new employees to quote-unquote play around to fix the birth rate issue. Just make babies, lol. Here, 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 here. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. So, so he's like, may, maybe he's trying to be the cool boss. He's like, he's got a bunch of new employees. He's like, hey, you know, if you want to fuck around on company time, it's totally cool. You just, you know, make sure to not use condoms and nut and cider so we can get a few more babies and like fix the population problem, right? Now, I've got a question. Yeah, basically, I've got a question. You know how sometimes in offices they have like lounge music? You go in there and you hear like cool jazz or something. You know, if you walk into the bathrooms in this office, do they play like porno music? Brown chicken, brown cow. You know? Brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah. You get free condoms, but they have holes in them. I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up, man. I was like, what, what is the fucking break room in like this place? Like, I was like, there's a bunch of like free condoms, but they've all got holes poked in them. Oh, dude. And, like, you know, the, the black line used to do that shit. The black line used to do that shit because they would get like condoms uh, as like uh, kind of promotional things. And uh, the owner of the place uh, would give them to the bartender. I won't say his name, but you met him the last weekend, Scott, uh, two ah, weekends yeah. ago, Scott. Um, he, he would take uh, he would take those condoms and usually they were like, a couple years old already and expired. And then he would go chick, 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 just poke a lot of holes in them and then just leave them on the uh, on the uh, counter next to the sink. And, and yeah, and uh, he, and I don't I don't know if any babies yeah. came up. Hey, Dude, this is all allegedly. This is all allegedly. And his name might be Scott. It might not be Scott. I don't know. I'm not saying his name. I, I'm gonna say like that. I, I I've been to that place. I totally believe that. But like, if you're fucking grabbing like condoms off the fucking like sink of a kind of maybe somewhat sketchy bar, then like maybe you deserve what you got. What you in the, coming you want. It was in an open basket too. Anyone could have done those holes. Anyone could have done them. Maybe Scott did, but anyone could have done them. Maybe <laughs> but, uh, God, dude, that's the worst thing ever. Sometimes people have like four or five drinks and shit, and they have like a one night stand and like a bar, like bathroom and shit, dude. That one night stand's not a one night anymore. <laughs> it's at least twenty years. <laughs> that's why you always tell him your name is Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right. <laughs> well, at least they maybe used a condom in an attempt. I don't know. But anyway, let's, let's dive into the, back into this article. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go for it. I'm not Japanese sorry. upper management has been on a hot streak re recently of saying embarrassingly ignorant things, especially concerning the Olympics and celebrities in uh, participating in the Olympics. Olympic, oink, oink. And women, yeah, well, we've already covered that, but like a so it doesn't come as too much of a surprise when we get we get another. This time concerning Japan's declining birth rate, the government has been attempting to alleviate the issue for years now, trying to everything from not enough to potentially too much. However, Kazuhiko Shimura, the manager of Kofu City's industry department in Yamanashi Prefecture, recently gave a speech with a different strategy, saying, "Just have men and women play around more." That's his brilliant solution. The speech was given during a welcoming ceremony to new hires where Mr. Shimura said, quote, these are, these are direct quotes, by the way, quote, I'd like you to play around as much as you can and not just play around in groups of men or, or groups of women. That's easy. I want you to play around with the opposite sex. If you do that, then I think our, their birth, birth rate problem might go away a little bit. He then continues. <laughs> he's, 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 literally, he's literally telling he's like, Go out, fuck, and have massive orgies. Just, you know, Spilling not his drink. Drink, just, you know, fucking orgies. 
Wait, how many people work in this office? Like two or three? <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to have a party tonight. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, that's the thing, man. Company party, man. Like, they can play naked games and, you know, whatever pops up, pops up. I don't know. No, I work in IT, bro, and I don't want to see anyone in IT naked. Ah, uh, yeah, ah, uh, you know, IT. That's a very male-dominated. Uh, Not necessarily only male. It's just that people that work there fit a certain type, and I'm just like, no, no, no. no. All right, fair enough. Let, let me let me continue some more quotes because they're fucking great. Quote: I have a special request for men. I know we're always told about gender equality and equal gender participation. But when it comes to playing around, I'd like it if men made more an effort, more of an effort to ask women out. That would never fly in the states. <laughs> I know, no chance. He's like, yeah, it's- yo, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Like, just fucking keep asking until you find one that says yes. Yeah, and if they say no, keep harassing them because <laughs> they don't mean it. No, no doesn't mean no. No means ask again and keep asking her. Dude, don't throw that out there, man. Don't throw that out there. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and if she says said. no three times, you can choke her a little bit. They're into that. I, I, well, I, I, I know, man. Like, I, I know we should read jokes about that, but like, but this is like, this comes in the heels. This is another one I almost read. This is another fucking terrible one where like an executive like kept sexually growth, basically kept molesting his like assistant and saying, he's like, well, I did it because I, I thought she liked me. I did it more than 30 times, or sorry, more than 20 times, but less than 30. But I thought she liked it. It's like <laughs> it was less than 30, swear to God. <laughs> so fucking dense when these like fucking upper echelons are. Like again, I, I keep we keep saying this, like some of these like fucking old geezers at the top just like you cannot stop fucking up and saying the dumbest shit in public. Wait, question. How old was this guy again? Like in his 80s? <laughs> Back in my generation, in the 20s. <laughs> um actually i don't know i don't know who, who the first guy was like the other article i just like paraphrased was like the guy was actually 35 and it was an executive oh wow yeah you know what the, yeah, the like, secretary yeah, the secretary's yeah. father brother boyfriend a significant other should walk in that office and whoop that dude's ass up and down the aisles until he apologizes to her a hundred times you know what i'm saying that doesn't no, fly, man. He keeps yeah, grabbing her and shit. yeah it does not fly you can't just keep grabbing shit and he's 35 so that means the dude is, is like, uh, you know, he was he's part of this age. He's not like a dinosaur, like what Johnny was talking about, or the guy's at like 80 and thinks things don't change. This guy's 35. He knows what's going on. He knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He knows he's shit. Well, regardless what age he is, there's no excuse in it. But like 35 there's year no old excuse. is raised a little well, bit more. In his 90s, there's kind of an excuse. In his 90s, you can kick his wheelchair uh-huh. over and get away from him. Come on. But, yeah, but the boyfriend or the he's husband or significant other needs to walk in there and just whoop that ass continuously up and down the aisles until that guy is made a fucking example of. That's yeah, my opinion. True that. True that. All right, Jeremy, you stole it. Okay, speaking of whooping people's ass, I got a cool story about a karate sensei. Okay, it says a Japanese karate official will quit after being accused of bullying a champion set to compete in the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, he has told a local newspaper. Masao Kagawa, a technical director of the Japan Karate Do Federation, told Nikkei Sports uh, Daily, Nikkei Sports Daily, he was quitting after inquiring former world champ uh, after injuring former world champion Ayumi Ue, Uekusa in a training drill. Uekusa says he hit her in the face with a bamboo sword. And accused him of, and she's accusing him of bullying, claiming he frequently shouted at her and admonished her about her private life. Sounds like a dick. So, uh, sounds the, like a dick indeed. Yeah. So the athlete who was to compete in the women's uh, over sixty-one kilogram, damn, over sixty-one kilogram category as a as a karate uh, makes as karate makes its Olympic debut this summer. Uh, has lodged a complaint with the Federation over the alleged abuse. So he, he he has been torturing this poor woman, who's not a small woman, not a small woman by Japanese standards, by American standards, she's a third of a woman. But anyways, she is a karate champion, and she was getting hit in the face with this guy, and he was bullying her about her private life. Uh, as a martial artist, I think he probably should he probably shouldn't have hit her in the face with a bamboo stick. But if he's her trainer and her coach, he has the right to admonish her about 
choices she's making in her life. A, not sleeping well, B, not eating well, you know, not training hard enough. You know, what if she was like, she's going to compete in the Olympics and she's not on weight and she's, she needs to be 61 kilograms or she needs to be, uh, you know, in, in the, her weight category, her weight category in order to be passed over the trials and in order to compete. So if he's her, if he's her coach, I kind of think he has a little bit of, of, of a responsibility to kind of admonish her a bit, but to go on uh, with the article, um, the Federation uh, said in a statement that it would decide on a punishment, uh, but Kagawa said uh, he reportedly said that uh, now that he's been informed, his intention is to quit as technical director and a member of, uh, of the board. He says, I take complete responsibility responsibility. And uh, he told the Nikkei Sports late Tuesday in order to bring this matter to a close quickly. I am resigning from all my positions in the karate uh, Do." Federation. Kagawa admitted to using a bamboo sword as part of uh, Uke uh, Uekasa's training uh, with the aim of forcing her to dodge his swings and thrusts, which is actually kind of a normal thing to do. They use pool pool noodles now, but you used to use a, 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 a bamboo sword to do this kind of stuff. What do you guys think? I think the guy's a piece of shit. Beat up a girl. <laughs> a, a karate champion. Yeah, but still... I, I kind of want to hear J- Jeremy's opinion, but we like, don't have like, specifics like what he was saying in her personal life. But yeah, he sounds like kind of a giant dick. Well, yeah, being so. hit in the face with a bamboo sword, dude, was it the kendo swords? Dude, those are fucking heavy duty things. Yeah, but the idea is like um, these days they, they use a, a training, no- a pool noodle. You know what a pool noodle is? A pool noodle is? It's like a is styrofoam like thing. That- okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you take those and instead of like a uh, Okay, so there's a new there's a, there's a new thinking in training. So you don't want people to get injured in training because the old way of thinking was train harder than what your fight's going to be, and by the time you step into the ring, you know whatever they throw at you can't be worse than what they threw at you at the gym. Now the problem is old fighters like you know in the back of the day would go into fights injured, and uh, you also lower you also take a lot of headshots in fighting, and that lowers your cognitive ability over time. Blah 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 blah. blah. You know, just like a football player. So yeah. the new way of the new, a new way of training is they use like a pool noodles and and you you stick them out instead of a punch, and the person dodges it and moves their head and dodges it and moves their head again and then counters off off each one of those um each one of those pool noodles instead of getting hit in the head with the actual fist. But this so guy was old school. This guy was old school, and yeah. he was using he was using a bamboo sword to do this, and you know what you're you're in fucking karate and if you think you're not going to get hit in the face when you're doing karate fuck you fuck off you're done as far as i'm concerned if you get, if you're in boxing or you're in karate you are going to get hit in the face period it's like the job yeah <laughs> especially if you're a champion if you're competing at that level if you're competing in the olympics level and the world champion level you're gonna get hit it's like it's like saying i was gonna be a swimmer but i don't like to get wet and i don't want to learn how to swim it's oh it's, my god it, i got it yeah i got it Right, it so doesn't work. Can I, can I, so basically, I, what this girl is doing. Wait, hold, so basically, what the girl is doing. Tom. So basically, come in for one second here. With the girl. Okay. All right. So basically, what this girl is. Okay. Now, Johnny, go. All right. Basically, what this girl was doing was she's getting her boss or the coach out of the way in a very public way. So this guy can never mess with her again. Maybe maybe she didn't like him. Maybe he did something. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to say that he hit me in the face with a bamboo stick, which he does all the time. But this time I'm going to complain. And basically, it's going to ruin this guy's reputation, dude. This is straight up like something from Homeland, right? Wow. What do you think, Tom? She's she's world class champion. Like for her to actually complain and say this guy's just being a giant dick, she to get to where she is, she's probably put up with a lot of fucking bullshit. She's obviously gone through some hardship. Maybe he is kind of a fucking giant dick. We don't have enough specifics here. That's what I just said. Yeah. So I'm telling you from training the old way and the new way that um, this is kind of normal, and you can't you can't train karate without getting hit in the face. If you are training karate and they don't hit you in the face, you're going to a McDojo. That is not a real school. You get hit in the face. It's a McDojo if you don't get hit in the face. You need to get you need to get away from that. 
it's just something you got to get used to. I agree. I completely agree. This world is too nerfed up right now, dude. Everything is nerfed up. If you're going to play any kind of like, if you're going to do any kind of a martial art, you're going to get hit. Yeah. But I don't know. I, that's why I say this is probably like her way of getting this guy publicly out of the game. Maybe he did something really bad. He could Maybe be. he slept could with be. her mom or something. Who knows? But also, um, if you're if you're dealing with a trainer, a guy's training you, you can fire your trainer and hire a new trainer. So I don't want to train with person A over here anymore. Now I'm going to train with person B. I'm going to a different a different camp, a different a different dojo. I'm not going to train with this guy anymore. That's all you had to do. I don't see her point in like, oh, I got I got hit in the face and now I have an owie. That sounds to me is a bit ridiculous. That's why I think there's something behind the scenes. You may be onto something. I don't know. Like Tom said, though, we don't have enough details in these small articles. Only leads to speculation. So maybe like, let's just go on a limb. Maybe perhaps there was a sexual component in here somewhere. Sexual. Yep. He slept with her mom. He slept with her mom. Uh, keep it in the dojo. Hit, his, okay. hit her mom with a bamboo stick. <laughs> okay, I'll be over here. Or maybe, maybe put a maybe put a plastic bag over her head as part of her training. He's like, you must control your breathing. What? <laughs> okay, next story. Five students arrested after putting glue on the playground equipment. Tokyo Metropolitan Police are pissed off. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department's Juvenile Division has arrested five high school students on suspicion of vandalizing public property in a park last month. Now, this is big crime. This is big crime news right here. The Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department's... Oh, just read that. Okay, bypass. According to police, the vandalism occurred at Yoshikata Park in Tokyo's Inagi City on March 7th, Senkai Shimbun reported. Uh, playground equipment was coated with carpenter's glue for bonding pieces of wood. So basically it's like Elmer's glue or something uh, similar to that. Police on Wednesday arrested the five suspects. Oh man, serious time for these kids. Three 16-year-old boys and two 17-year-old boys. Police said that the students have admitted to the charge. The boys told police that they did it because they thought it would be fun. Sounds like a good it sounds like a good time putting glue Some crimes on. in Japan are adorable. I know. <laughs> Especially when they involve this part, guys. Any other country, they'd be using spray paint. Any yeah. other country, but here they use glue. They're writing their names and shit. I don't know. Uh, surveillance camera. They, they even check surveillance camera. Can you believe that? Surveillance camera footage taken in the park showed the five boys committing vandalism at around 2.40 a.m. on March 7th. See, there's the real crime. These kids are on way too late. In addition yeah. to putting glue on the side and other playground equipment, the boys sprayed the adhesive inside public toilets. Now, that is funny. That's where it gets to be funny, dude, because they know the next day somebody's going to go in there and sit down and be like, Oh fuck! I can't get up. Oh god! Oh, what do oh, I do? Oh, it stinks in here. <laughs> I'm stuck forever. Here I say, shitty. Yeah, that's a shitty day. <laughs> prank. Shitty prank. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is a shitty prank. Police said they've also admitted to stealing the glue from a construction site around 700 meters away from the park. Oh, so this is construction glue. So the people that do sit down in those toilets, man, they ain't getting up, man. Once you sit down, dude, that's it. Game over. Yeah, especially if you're. I, 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 oh, go ahead, I think, Tom. After you, sir. I think, they could, I, I think they could get up. I think they'd just probably take the whole, like, you know, the fucking top, like, toilet seat with them. Hey, it's a freebie. Those, those, things, those things aren't on there that, that hardcore. You could you could rip one off your hands. If you really wanted to get up, you could. I'm just saying, like, it'd, it'd be stuck to you, but, like, you know, you'd be fucking jacking the toilet seat. It also depends well, how you sit down dress, on a toilet seat. It, but if you're not, if you're wearing trousers or slacks, man, you're fucked. Are you in Harajuku? With some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, 
the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azubuchu Vod. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Hey yo, what's up, Baders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Papa. Zoom. We're zooming. Are you zooming? We're zooming. We're zooming together. Oh, God. Fuck Zoom, faders. Fuck Zoom in his fucking mouth. Oh, my God. Zoom sucks. Faders, we've been using Zoom since the beginning of this pandemic, and I got to say that Zoom sucks. Every so often, it cuts out. Sometimes at the beginning of the show or towards the middle, and in that case, we just stop and we re-record the whole entire show because we want you guys to have a full show. And sometimes when that does happen, we just upload it to the Patreon. Another reason why you got to sign up for the Patreon. But anyway, in this case, what happened this evening was, well, actually last night, 
<sighs> Zoom just stopped. It just stopped. And I think Zoom sucks. I think Zoom sucks so bad that they should change the name from Zoom to Doom. Because if you use Zoom, nine times out of ten, you're going to be doomed. You're going to be doomed when you use Zoom. Oh, God, Zoom sucks, man. Oh, we were on such a roll. I mean, we're having so much fun. I mean, we're all completely faded. We're talking over each other. I mean, it was Anarchy Radio in its purest form. And then, no, party over. We got kicked down onto the streets with our dick in one hand and an empty can of beer in the other. And we just decided to call it a night. We called it a night. Oh, it sucked. Oh, faders, I'm so sorry, but it's not my fault. It's not Jeremy's fault. It's not even Tom's fault. Nine times out of ten, it's Tom's fault, but it's not Tom's fault at all. It's Doom's fault. So, Doom, fuck you. Oh, man, I'm so sick of this shit. Please, somebody, stop this pandemic. Get us together in a room without masks, with 40s in a hand, and fucking cigars in the other, and a full thing of news in front of us, so we can podcast the night away, the way we should, the proper way to podcast. This whole Doom Zoom shit is so annoying. Oh my god, I hate it when it cuts out. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks so bad. Oh, man, faders. Well, anyway, I'm going to call it a show. That's the show for this week, but don't worry. We're going to do um, we're gonna do a show in a couple of days and stuff, so you're going to get two episodes for the price of one. And by the price of one, I mean, well, it's completely free. Listening to Got Faded is completely free. However, if you do want to support Got Faded Japan, we do have a Patreon page. So if you go to Patreon and you sign up, you support the show, and you get the keys to the castle, it costs you $5. $5 a month! That is basically like going to the bar, the pub, the local corner store, and buying us one beer a month. Man, that's cheap for all the content you get. You get full video episodes that are unedited. You get all the behind-the-scenes shit, the arguing, the bickering, the fighting, all the shit in between that. You get it all for $5 on the Patreon page, so sign up now. And I know times are tight. I've said it a million times, but they are. For me, holy shit, times are getting tight. And Tom, I think you got fired again. But anyway... If you don't have $5 a month, don't worry about it. It's all good. We've got love in our hearts for you. we got tons of love in our hearts for you. So you can do us a solid and go down to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Write something groovy. Be cool because we love you. And if you don't want to do that because you're a lazy, faded fuck, it's all good because we've got Patreon. Give us your money. Just joking. We also have Instagram and we have Facebook. Every single day we're uploading content and it is completely free. If you want to give us a like, if you want to give us a little heart thing, Go for it. And if you don't, it's all good. Because like I said before, we got love in our hearts for your faders. Oh, man. On that note, I'm going to call it a day with this podcast. Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. I apologize not for what happened, but I apologize for using doom. Ah, oh, doom. Burn in hell. All right, faders. Catch you on the flip side. Peace. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.